Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15,178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xE and Summit 4xE models in dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Blog Talk Radio.
Welcome to Vera International Radio, and this is face-to-face, or at least what we call this broadcast. I'm your host, Sean Holmberg, uh, along with Christopher Herzog, and we're here to seek God, to pray and intercede for and on behalf of the nations and on anybody out there who needs prayer. So if you need prayer for anything, give us a call, 619-638-8458, or email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. So we're going to get into some prayer and set the tone for this two hours. And just for the record, I have absolutely no clue where we're going tonight, like always. But he always surprises me with his grace. And Jesus, we lay everything down at your feet. It seems like an easy thing for us to say to you. It seems really easy for us to say that we lay everything at your feet. But Father, we 
I trust in you with everything. Father, we know that there's nothing special about me or Chris, and there's nothing special about the words that we speak, except that the words that we speak come from your word, Father, and as best as possible by your grace, Father. Give us the ability to have wisdom and understanding and discernment into your thoughts and in your intents and the desires of your heart. Holy Spirit, lead us and guide us tonight. Give us and the listeners revelation, Father. Make this word become alive to us tonight. Father, make this word become real and living, Father. Let it become that living water flowing out of us, Father. Father, we trust you in all things. And we submit our ways to you, Father. We present ourselves as living sacrifices to you, Father. And we stand and we ask for you to use us, Lord, in whatever manner you choose, Father. And we yield our desires and our expectations. Father, we turn up our lives to your control tonight. Father, asking that you would be glorified through your Son, Jesus Christ. Holy Spirit, we honor you tonight. And we give you complete and total control. And we ask that your presence would fill us overflowing that you would reveal to us Jesus Christ. Just like the men who came up to the apostles and said, Sirs, we would see Jesus. Tonight, show us Jesus, Father, through your word, through miracles and signs and wonders. Father, be glorified. There Lord, there's so many different areas in this world in which we could pray. There's so many places in this world that need a touch from you, Father, that need hope and comfort and strength for us. Lord, from Japan to India to Africa to the United States and every piece of land that humans dwell, Lord, they need your presence, Father. And so, Lord, I ask that your will would be done in this earth. Father, you are a magnificent and holy king. And so, Father, we come before you asking for your will to be done. Father, that you would stretch out your hand upon this earth. Father, that you would bind the brokenhearted, that you would heal the sick. Father, that you would break bondages and release captives. Father, that you would uphold us by your righteous right hand. 
that you would lead us and guide us into all truth. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. It's interesting. Um, Tonight I was driving my five-year-old home. And she's not really my five-year-old. The quick version of the story is is this five-year-old is my foster child um, who was placed with me from a relative um, for circumstances, and which aren't really important. But my wife noticed the other day and made the comment that this five-year-old, who's actually my niece, who I've only, before she came to live with us, I had only known or only had seen maybe three times my entire life, and that being only the last two years. And her mother I had only seen a couple times the last few years. And this five-year-old, who's only been staying with us since last year, is incredibly and amazingly like me in so many little ways, little characteristics, little habits, little quirks about her personality remind my wife of me. And I sat back looking at this five-year-old in my back seat who loves listening to Carrie Job and loves to sing and realizing that responsibility that I have to raise her up to be a mighty woman of God to give her counsel and influence and to be her shelter and to be her rock of refuge to be the person that she can trust in and while I may discipline have to discipline her at times and I may have to say no at times. It doesn't negate or diminish the love I have for her. And it's almost like we pretty much adopted her. And it's it's funny how God will put us in situations to teach us lessons. And Usually they're lessons about ourselves. And so I'm dealing with this five-year-old who at times is wonderful and at times she's horrible. And But she reminds me of me before the Lord. 
And she reminds me of me when I'm stubborn. And I'm expecting the Lord to give me everything I want. And then throwing a tantrum if I don't get it. And at the same time, having the security of knowing that I can just walk before him and come running into his arms any time, day or night. And, you know, this five-year-old doesn't have any fears about running and jumping in my lap. Even if she's gotten in trouble for something, she isn't afraid to come to me. And, you know, our relationship with God is like that. We're really more like little children with Him than anything else. We have, or we think that we know so much. But when you think about what a five-year-old really knows as far as the way the world works, as far as what life is really like, as far as how the bills are paid, they have no concept and no knowledge of it. But it doesn't matter to them because the only thing that they know they have to understand is that we'll take care of them. And, you know, in our relationship with our father, we don't always know how the bills are going to get paid. We don't always know what he has to do to provide for our needs. And it's not always even necessarily important for us to know how he does it or what steps he takes or how much planning and preparation the father goes into in order to bless us. All that's important, and the only thing we need to know is that we can trust him. And we have the security in him, knowing that we can come down. And, you know, even in our worst times, he's still just as accessible as he is in our best times. Because as humans, um, as men and women, we are still not perfect. We still mess up. We still screw up all the time. I think sometimes me more than anybody else. And, And so I try to attempt, and I think I sometimes utterly fail at it, I attempt to treat this five-year-old the same way that he treats me. And even though I don't do always do a very good job at it, through the process of dealing with her, I get an insight of how he acts toward us and how he deals with us. And I notice the difference in our characters, the difference between my character and the father's. And I see an example of what a real father is like. Um, And so, you know, it's always those little things that 
move us and shape us. And those little things that teach us amazing lessons about the Father. You know, um, someone said once, and I may have mentioned this, I mentioned the same things over and over again at times, but someone said once that a message is not something that you put together in an hour or two hours or even a week. And a message is something that is built over the course of a lifetime. And that a good pastor or evangelist or teacher has one good message. There may be a lot of little bits of content to put in there, but in the end there's only one message. And it's the most powerful message ever because it's the most influential, which is your dealings with God and the transformation that has taken place. It's it's the one thing that can't be refuted. The change that you see on the inside of you from between the time that you didn't know him and the time you did. And we see these these changes in our lives and we see these steps and that the father takes with us. And sometimes we don't notice the things and the changes in us until way after they've occurred. We don't always see the process. And sometimes we do see the process and don't understand the process and think the process is anything but something that's going to help us. We see trials at times in completely the wrong way. Um, Times when we struggle or we have issues, paying the bills, whatever it is, issues with friends, family, arguments with coworkers, we see things and we don't see them always as a learning experience and a growing experience where we're being shaped and molded and to his likeness. But after time, you slowly see it. You slowly see the difference. I can slowly see with this five-year-old that sometimes now I just have to say one time to come here and she'll come running. Other times I have to tell her over and over again. And, you know, in the same way, you know, sometimes the father has to tell us things multiple times and sometimes he has to ask us multiple times to come before him. But sooner or later, we come. And we get to the point where we get more used to obeying and it becomes more of a habit to just come when he says to and just doing things before sometimes before he even has to say them so um i don't know why i said all that but i did so there it is um oh yeah that's why i was going to say it um me and chris were talking tonight and this is one of those nights where I had a whole scripture planned out, and I don't know if I'm going to actually get to it. So we'll see how this goes. Um, by the way, our call-in number is six one nine six three eight eight four five eight. 
Um, I was talking to Chris today and about how we, as the two of us, do this radio broadcast every night and being possibly the least qualified men to stand up with the least credentials to stand up and proclaim the name of Jesus to the nations and to pray for the sick and to pray for the listening audience and to come before God on behalf of the people who are listening because we don't have the degrees and we don't have the I'm not even sure what the word is. We don't have any recognition of having any abilities in this world and and in church. Um, But we have the anointing that comes from the Holy Spirit, which the Bible says that he gave to all those who come to him which is you, your husband, your wife, your family members, your friends, anybody who trusts him have the same Holy Spirit and the same anointing and the same ministry. And there's no difference. Um, So... um, Sorry for the silence. You know, um, <sighs> life sometimes seems wonderful and then sometimes it's not. I was sitting outside with my children today. Um, Attempting to answer a question they were going to, they were asking me about why do terrorists want to attack us because of something they saw on TV, and I had to sit and explain to them in the best way I could because my children are fifteen, thirteen, eleven, and now five, and I had to sit and explain to them about things in the world that they're probably too young to really understand and explain to them that people die. Explain to them that bad things happen. And at the same time, encourage them that regardless of what happens, because the Bible says that we are, every man is appointed once to die and after that the judgment and explain me to them where it says to be absent from the body is to be present with the Lord. And that the second this life is over, we're with him for eternity. And I've had a lot of thought about things in the world lately and the way things are going and what could happen. I remember when I was a kid, when I first got saved, I, was, I had this really big period of time where I was studying Revelation and studying all the prophets and and all these 
great men of God at the times who wrote different books, and I studied all of them, wanting to know what was going to happen. Because we always want to know things. We always want to have the knowledge of things. And nowadays, it doesn't really bother me as much anymore. What happens? It bothers me in the fact of needing to be an intercessor and needing to be able to come before the Father to intercede on behalf of the nations and to take our place as the Bride of Christ and to take our place as ambassadors and and priests. And we have a, a responsibility to stand up and cry out on the behalf of the nations and cry out on the behalf of the lost. Because if we don't, then no one else will. But as far as being worried about the future, I don't anymore. Because over the course of my life, he's proven a couple things to me. Just like I hope to prove it to this five-year-old. Because just like her, I was adopted into a family that wasn't mine. And when my original my original family couldn't provide for my salvation, he was there because I was I was actually adopted when I was 2. And then I got adopted again when I joined the kingdom of heaven. But over the course of my life, um there's a couple of things he taught me, and they all wrap up in the fact that he's faithful. Exceedingly, abundantly faithful. And just to give you warning, I'm probably not going to preach a very great message tonight. Um, but God is faithful. The Bible says, I have never seen the righteous forsaken nor seed begging for bread. And it's true. I may not have always known where the next bill was going to be paid or how. But in the end, it always was. I never had to, in my life, I've never had to worry about food. It may not have been abundance at times, but there was always some. And, you know, Paul said, I've learned to be a base and I've learned to abound. Um, he said, learn to be content in all things. But trusting in the Lord, we trust Him with everything. Not always knowing what is around the corner. And, you know, Jesus said not to even worry about it. He said not to be concerned with tomorrow, for today has enough things to worry about. Um... And I was trying to teach my, tell my kids that tonight is that, you know, if there's a bill that's due in two weeks and you can't pay it now and you don't have the money to pay it now, don't worry about it. I mean, you, you take the steps that are necessary to be prepared and all for all things, but there's no point worrying about what's out of your control. And ninety percent of the things that happen in life are beyond our control. And the good things about things being on, beyond our control is that's when His grace steps in. 
Because, you know, the Bible says that his grace is sufficient and his strength is made perfect in our weakness. And it's our responsibility to do what we can do. And then it's his responsibility to make up the difference, which is usually a big difference. And so, you know, I mean, I've in my life, I've, I mean, from the time I first met him to now, I've had times of struggling and I've had times of of being miserable because I just didn't understand things. And then I've had times of incredible joy and times where it felt like I was always in his presence. And then I've been, I've had times where I couldn't feel his presence and having to learn to rely on trusting my relationship with him when I don't necessarily feel like it. And learning to worship him when I don't necessarily feel like worshiping him. And learning that not all things are about our feelings and there's things you have to do regardless of how you feel. And in the same sense, I've learned that he's faithful to us and to keep his word. And, you know, he, he, he the father, it says in um, Jeremiah, chapter 1, he said to Jeremiah, before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I sanctified you. And he said he called Jeremiah to be a prophet to the nations, even before he was even born. And it says something that, and that, the Father looks at us before we've yet taken our first breath, and He speaks a word over our lives. And the and the the Bible says that God said, "I know the thoughts I have to you, thoughts of good and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope." And from the moment before even before we take our first press, he's spoken a word over our lives. And that word is a word to give us a future and a hope. Before we've ever breathed our first, before we've ever had a, even had a chance to mess up, before we've ever sinned, before we've done anything, he's spoken over us and declared that we had a purpose. So even this five-year-old has a purpose that the father has already spoken over her life. There's there's already a ministry for her, whether it's being a doctor or being an evangelist or being a missionary. The father has has set a special plan aside just for her. That nobody else can fulfill. And this little five-year-old. Has the ability. To go before him. And pray. And she just needs to learn. And learn that he hears her. And my wife made a comment the other day. Because every morning before school. My wife sits 
down with this five-year-old, and they pray together. And to see this little five-year-old's face light up once she gets to pray. Because even at five, she believes in God. She may not know everything about God, and she may not know everything. It's weird to say that because we still don't know everything, and we know barely anything about him. I mean, if you consider who he really is, we know not even a fraction about him. But in a little bit, we know we know that he is amazing. And this little five-year-old gets ready to pray, and she folds her little hands, and this look of joy and peace comes upon her. Because even at five, she's learning communion with him. And she's learning the joy that comes from being in the presence of God. And some of us, it takes our entire lives to learn that. Some of us, it takes our entire lives to learn that we can actually trust him. So if you step back and look at a five-year-old, you can see that it's actually a lot easier than we try to make it to be. It's a lot easier and a lot simpler to come before him than some of us make it. For a five-year-old, there's just a joy that she gets to pray and that she gets to pray to the God who created the horses and the skies and the rainbows. And we so much more knowing the salvation that we have received through Jesus and we so much more knowing the grace and the mercy that he has showered upon our lives and we so much more knowing the provision and the manna that he has provided for us over and over and over again so much more we should have the same joy just to come before him and just to trust him and to know that we can go to him and pray and that he'll answer our prayers and to know that he's listening. Because, you know, this five-year-old, she doesn't doubt that God's listening. She just believes it to be true because she was, because we told her that God listens. And we are just simple people, so just simple men and women who teach our children things that they believe so easily and but yet we have the living word of God and sometimes don't believe as much as they do we have the words of Jesus himself that declared you know Jesus himself said if you ask anything in my name I will do it And he didn't have to have a long paragraph to explain it. There wasn't a formula. There wasn't a blueprint. There wasn't restrictions or a design or anything else. In one sentence, he said, if you ask anything in my name, I will do it. 
And then again, where he said, if two or more of you are gathered in my name, I'm there in the midst. And if I told my five-year-old that when we pray, Jesus is in the room, she would believe it. Because she has that faith to believe. Because she's, she's learned to trust what we tell her. And so she just believes it because we told it to her. And so we, as men and women, who have the actual words of Jesus himself, should trust him so much more. And it should be that simple, having faith in him. That we hear what the Bible says. And just because he said it, that's enough for us to cast aside all our doubt and all our fear. And that should be enough for us to be able to place our trust that what he said is true. And when he said to lay hands on the sick and they will recover, or where it says in Isaiah, that by his stripes we are healed. The simple word of God that we all have access to It should be that simple to just know that it's the words of Jesus himself. And just because we trust him, we should believe it without any question or hesitation. So I guess the message tonight is that you can learn a lot from a five-year-old. Anyway, this is Prayer International Radio. Um, our call-in number is 619-638-8458, and we will be back in just a few minutes.
majesty worship his majesty unto Jesus be all glory power and
God is here. Welcome back to Prayer International Radio. Our call-in number tonight is 619-638-8458. If you need prayer for something, give us a call. And we're going to spend a little bit more time praying. And coming into his presence. You know, we don't actually have to come all the way. The Bible says that if we draw near to him, he'll draw near to us. And the Bible says to come boldly to the throne of grace in which we are accepted in a time of need. And, you know, after Jesus was crucified on the cross, it says the veil of the temple was torn in two. And if you've never actually studied the Jewish temple. It's an amazing, amazing thing to understand. Because the temple, in the temple, there was the outer court and the inner court. And then there was this one spot which was called the holiest, the holy of holies. The most holy place that only the high priest could enter once a year. And once a year, one man would go behind a veil and into the presence of the living God to offer sacrifices for the sins of the people. And so once a year, he would go in behind this veil, and this veil stood as a separation, as a dividing wall between the presence of God and man. But yet, when Jesus died, it says there was an earthquake and the veil of the temple tore in two, signifying that the separation and the barrier were gone and that we all now have access into that same presence of God through the blood of Jesus. And so, every one of us, from my five-year-old to people on every continent, on every corner of the earth, have the privilege and the ability to come before the God of heaven and earth and to stand, not ashamed. To stand knowing that we are accepted in his presence. To be able to rejoice in the relationship and the restoration we have received through Jesus. To know that we have the ability to come before him even if we don't want anything, even if we don't need anything. You know, my five-year-old will always come to me when she needs a drink or when she wants ice cream or chocolate milk or whatever it is or she wants something or wants to watch something on television. There's always some little need she has. 
And she never is ashamed to come before me and ask. And she never... And she'll always come and ask, even if the answer is not always something she can have right then. And, you know, there's never a reason for us not to come before him. But, you know, even when she doesn't want something, she always loves to come and sit in my lap. Just because she knows that... As far as she knows, I'm her daddy. And there is such joy in her eyes just being able to be close to me. And so we, in the same fashion, have the ability to come and just be in the presence of the Father. Not necessarily, but because we want anything but just because we want to be there. Just because we want to be close to him. Not even because we want to necessarily hear something. Because, you know, sometimes we're always looking for a word. But sometimes the only word we really need is the words we've already received. Which is like it says in John 6, 3.16, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever should believe in him should not perish but have everlasting life. And so sometimes the words we've already received are the most important words we could ever receive. And so, Father, we delight in your presence today. Father, we delight in knowing that we can come before you. Father, despite how we may feel at times, we know that your word is true. Father, we come before you not because we deserve to because of our own works, but because your word declares that we have been sanctified and made righteous through the blood of your son, Jesus. Father, we long to be in your presence. Holy Spirit, we long for your presence. We desire to dwell in your presence, Father to come to you face to face. Father, that we may know you just as you have known us, Father. There are a million things we can ask and pray. And we know that you hear us and we know that you answer our prayers. But Father, we just want to be in your presence just to let you know that we love you just to let you know that we still enjoy being with you just to let you know that we enjoy your presence just to let you know that you're all are all in all just to let you know that every breath 
that we take is still because of you and that we owe every breath we take to you. Father, you are holy beyond comprehension, magnified and exalted, majestic in all the heavens and the earth, the planets and the stars and all of creation cry out that you are holy. And we too stand with the multitude of hosts of heaven. Father, with the angels. Father, all over this earth, we stand declaring that you are holy, that you are, that you are God, and that there is none like you in all of heaven and earth. Be glorified. For you alone are worthy of our praise. You alone are worthy of our praise and adoration. Father, we commit our lives to worshiping you. Father, we rejoice that we are recalled, that we are called sons of daughters of God. Father, we rejoice that your word declares that we are accepted in the beloved. Father, we rejoice that your word declares that we have been adopted into your family, Father, that your word declares that we are no longer strangers and foreigners, but that we are fellow saints, fellow members with the saints and the members of the household of God. Father, we rejoice that your word declares that we are being built together for a dwelling place of your spirit. Holy Spirit, we yield our lives to you. that we would be a holy vessel for you to dwell in. Father, let us not grieve you in any way. Take our heart of stone out, Father, and give us a heart of flesh. Father, give us new hearts tonight. Lord, hearts that seek you, Father. Give us hearts that long for your presence. Give us hearts that hunger for your word. Father, give us hearts that seek out your counsel, Father. Give us hearts that seek out your heart. Father, let us know you, Father. Teach us your ways. Teach us about you. 
Father, give us boldness to come into your presence. Remove every ounce of fear. Father, remove any spirit of doubt. Father, remove every lie that would tell us that we are not accepted in your presence. before that great white throne the throne that's been established from eternity the throne which is surrounded with transcendent radiance the angels the seraphim beauty everywhere the river of fire that flows from your throne Oh, we love to stand before your throne, oh God. We love to stand before the throne of God. Redeemed, 
before the throne of God, lovesick worshiper, lost in the beauty realm. to be lost in the raging fire that flows from your throne, O oh God. Thank you. 
with flaming fire. our inheritance. Oh God, to stand before the great white throne, to be lost in the river of holy fire, holy romance.
All right. Well, praise God. We're back. This is Prayer International Radio. And my name is Chris Herzog. I'm picking up 45 minutes of the show. And uh, Sean Holmberg was sharing his heart. He's sharing the Word of God the first half of the broadcast. So praise God. We're just worshiping the Lord, making time for the presence of God. And that song was actually called Throne of God. And it's one of our favorites. So we just like to worship the Lord. Praise God if you want to call in. Feel free. We're at 619-638-8458. And of course, if you want to email us, you can email us at prayerinternational at gmail.com. And we're at www.prayerinternational.org for our website. And, of course, we're taking prayer requests various different ways. And you can check us out. Praise the Lord. So we just want to lift up different prayer requests that have come in tonight. I know uh, we've got different people seeking employment opportunities tonight. So we just want to lift up to those that are looking for work, looking for Income and just praying and standing, trusting the Lord, believing God. You know, the Bible says that I have never seen a righteous forsaken nor a seed begging for bread. And praise God, we've got a loving Father that is a provider. And we really believe in the provision of God. We we trust God. We trust God with our just everything in our lives. And you know, that's one key to receiving the provision of the Lord is really recognizing God as your source. You know, you have to believe. The Bible says, he that comes to God, first of all, you must believe that he is. Well, who is he? He's the beginning and the end. In fact, he was before there was anything. And so he is the source. He is the source of life, the source of creation, and he is definitely the source of provision and he must be acknowledged. You've, you've got to acknowledge him as your source in order to see him really operate in your life. And, of course, study the Word of God, the principles of the Word of God concerning your giving, concerning your finances, concerning your business, concerning integrity in your business, and, and working hard, working as unto the Lord. You know, um, we believe that if you practice the principles of the Word of God, then you'll see the produce or the product or the fruit of what it teaches. You'll see the fruit of the Word of God. So praise the Lord. We're going to go into another song for a little bit, then we're going to get into a time of prayer, get into the Word of God for a little while. We just want to bless everyone in the chat room. Bless you, Joe and Cheryl and some of the guests that have been in and out of the chat room. God bless you tonight. We just pray for your ministries. Pray for the work that you're doing. So glad that you could just be with us and just, you know, pray and share your hearts and stand with us. And right now we just want to lift up our Facebook family as well. And those of you that are believing for your families, I know we've got different people that are believing for your families. Uh, There's a lot of different people going through crisis. A lot of need uh, for jobs, a lot of need in your 
marriages and in your parent-child relationships with your with your children and with even your parents, uh, some of you that are believing for your parents. And so also, uh, any of those of you that have any loved ones in jail or going through a crisis, you're separated from your loved ones, friends or family, you know, we know what that's like. We, we go through the, the situation as well. We have loved ones that in our lives that are going through the same situation. So we feel for you. We pray for you. Times in my own life where, where I had to go through that. And uh, the Lord used that as a process in my life. And so right now we just want to pray for those of you that are uh, going through a crisis in your family, whatever it is. And, of course, if you're going through a medical situation or going through uh, just a need for healing in your life, we want to lift you up. We want to pray for you. And just believe God. You know, the Bible says when you come to God, believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And as you seek the Lord, the Bible says, seek ye the Lord while he may be found. And as you seek first his kingdom, all these other things will be added unto you. And so tonight we want to call the kingdom of God in. We want to call the will of God into your life. Whether you're praying or listening or standing on the word of God or maybe you just tuned in and you're not even sure why you check, you're checking us out. But listen, we just want to stand on the word of God. We want to believe God for you. Trust the Lord to work in your life. Call God's kingdom and his will in. Pray that things in your life come in alignment with the kingdom of God. If you want to see kingdom fruit, if you want to see kingdom results in your life, then you've got to do things the kingdom way. You've got to practice principles according to the word of God. You've got to practice behavior According to the word of God. Why? Yes, we believe that there's mercy and grace at the cross. But listen, you reap what you sow. If you sow to the flesh, you're going to reap corruption. If you sow to the spirit, you're going to reap eternal life. And so we pray for spirit and truth to infiltrate your life on this show. We pray for you to encounter the presence and the spirit of God. Why? Because when you behold him, when you encounter him, when you experience him, there's a change and a transformation that will take place in your heart, that will take place in your mind, that will take place in your body, that will take place in your finances, that will take place in your behavior and your character, which will eventually affect your relationships. You see, it may affect your family relationships or your marriage relationship or your your church, your kingdom relationship, maybe your neighbor or your, your co-workers, you see, but when you get filled with the presence of God and you get filled with the spirit of God, that the anointing comes upon you and that glory comes upon you, there's a different atmosphere, there's a difference that you'll make. Does that mean you'll never have a bad day? Of course not. You're human. We're we're all human. We have bad days. We miss the mark. There's times when we we go through stuff. 
and we may get our focus off of God. We may take our eyes off of God at times. And listen, we all go through the valley, what I call the valley of the shadow of death, experiences where things get kind of dark and things get gloomy. And sometimes it's hard to trust in those dark situations. Sometimes it's hard to rejoice when everything seems like it's going to hell in a handbasket. But you know, the Bible says to pray continually. The Bible says to rejoice always, to praise God and rejoice in the Lord for all things, that God uses the good, the bad, and the ugly. All things work together for the good in our lives. We just don't always see the end from the beginning. We don't see the end of the process. We don't see the end result sometimes. And so we judge the situation before it's fully manifested. And a lot of times we can get discouraged and we can despair and we can lose hope because our hope gets deferred or we feel like God is not meeting our need or or meeting our prayer or answering our prayer in a certain time frame. You know, listen, there was a time when there was a household of people watching their daughter dying. Another household of people watching their brother dying. Lazarus. And when Lazarus was dying, this, this, this household of people expected that Jesus was going to show up and heal him when he was sick. Now, Jesus, knowing that he was not only a healer, but he was the resurrection and the life, and he knew the end from the beginning, he knew that regardless of whether Lazarus was sick or Lazarus was dead, that he would either heal him or raise him from the dead. The, the, the end result was going to be the same. This man was going to have an encounter with God that was going to be talked about for all eternity. But you see, the family that was waiting for the miracle to happen, even when he was sick, even before the death, even before the resurrection, they were expected. they were expecting things to happen in a certain time frame. They were expecting things to happen in a certain way. They were expecting God to meet them in their need on their uh, on their terms. But you see what happened. Jesus, knowing he was the resurrection and the life, he waited and took care of what he needed to. And he showed up just in time. Just in time, although... The the family's reaction was, Lord, our brother's dead. If you'd been here just days earlier, if you'd been here earlier, this would never have happened. And how many times do we face a situation of crisis in our lives where we expect God to to move and, and bless us on our time frame 
We expect God to bless us and meet our needs the way we want him to. Maybe we, we're we expecting him to, to meet us on our terms, just like this family was that was waiting for their sick brother, their sick family member to be raised from his sickness and healed. And a lot of times we're looking at our crisis situation and we're saying, God, heal it. God, fix it. God, change it. And we don't realize that God has set it up maybe for a, a death to something, maybe from a separation to something. Maybe one door is closing so that another door can open. Maybe one opportunity that looks like a crisis is leading us into another opportunity. Maybe sometimes the Bible says even, even though you put a seed into the ground, unless the kernel of wheat die, unless that seed decomposes into the ground, it cannot bear fruit. So unless it die, it cannot bear fruit. And sometimes in your life, If you don't let certain things die, if you don't let certain things go, if you don't let certain things, certain doors close in your life, then God can't bring a new thing. God can't bring the the thing that he's promised. Sometimes if you're trying to hang on to your Ishmael, you'll never get your Isaac. Sometimes if you try to hang on to those things, that the Lord's tried to separate you from. You'll never get the promise. Sometimes when you come to God, you have to believe that he is. You have to believe who he is. You have to believe that, hey, God is the sovereign king and ruler of the destiny of your life. And if you'll trust him with every detail, you'll trust him. Maybe your life is looking gloomy and and you're... You're running from certain things. Listen, if God has to swallow you up in the belly of a whale to get you to Nineveh, he'll do it. Maybe you're running through the desert looking for provision, just like the the prophet when Elisha. And all of a sudden the ravens came when he was by the river. The ravens came and fed him. And when that provision dried up, God led him to a a widow woman's house who had one last meal and used a woman who had one last meal to provide for him, and she was taken care of for the rest of her life. What am I saying? God notices when the the sparrows fall from the tree, and he notices when the hair on your head falls out of the, the top of your head. Listen. Of course he cares about what's going on in your life. He knows what you have need of before you even ask. Listen. Maybe your situation as you're going through looks rough. It looks like a tough situation. Somebody you love or somebody in your family or one of your friends or your, your spiritual family are going through a crisis situation. Listen, God is able to do exceedingly Abundantly, above all that you could ask or think, is according to the power that works in you. 
It's by the Holy Spirit. It's by faith. And he's for you today. And like I said, even when you go through the valley of the shadow of death, you don't have to fear the evil. Though a thousand shall fall at your side and ten thousand at your right hand, the Bible says it will not come near you. You've got a promise from the living God. But he is the one that's fighting your battles for you. He is the victorious one in your life. And no enemy and no weapon born to fashion against you is going to prosper. And I'm declaring to you that the Lord is declaring this is a year of harvest. This is a year to overcome. This is a year to pursue and overtake, apprehend the promises of God. But you're going to have to fight. You're going to have to contend for your faith. You're going to have to contend and you're going to have to stand. You're going to have to war and wage a warfare and fight your enemy. And just like David, he ran towards the light. The Bible says God has no pleasure in them that shrink back, but you're to put your hand to the plow and go forward and set your face like a plant going forward into the things of God, into the plan of God, holding on and believing for the promises of God in your life. The Lord's a good God. Good God. And if you'll trust Him tonight with everything, trust Him with your family, trust Him with your spouse, trust Him with your health, trust Him with your finances, trust in the Lord with all of your heart, and lean not on your own understanding, but in all your ways acknowledge Him, in all your ways, and He will direct your path. Are you looking for direction? Are you looking for answers? Are you looking for for direction tonight? Listen. Go to his word. The word of the Lord is a lamp unto your feet and a light unto your path. It's clear. It gives you insight to life. Go to his word. Call unto God. Begin to listen for the voice of the Holy Spirit leading you and speaking to you. Call unto me. The Lord says in Jeremiah 33, 3, and I will answer you and I will show you great and mighty things that you do not know. If there's things you need answers to, if you're looking for solutions, if you're looking for the open doors, the Bible says begin to ask and you will find when you seek. Knock and keep on knocking. And the doors will be opened unto you. If you ask, you'll receive because your father gives good gifts. And I didn't know I was going to go here tonight. I didn't know I was going to get into this tonight. Look, we're going to go into a time of song briefly. We'll see where we go from there. This is Trade International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. If you want to call in, go to the phone, 619-638-8458. Lifting up the name of Jesus. We're standing and believing for God's Spirit to cover the earth like the waters cover the sea. The Lord promises that the knowledge of the glory of God, that His presence, His manifested presence is going to cover the earth. His glory is going to cover the earth. His knowledge is going to cover the earth. His word is going forth. 
He will hasten his word to perform it. And it will accomplish wherever he sends it, it'll go there. And whatever he sends it to accomplish is going to produce, praise God. Whatever he is speaking in your life tonight, it's going to produce fruit. Finding myself at a loss for words And the funny thing is, it's okay The last thing I need is to be heard But to hear what you would say Praise God, we're back. This is Prayer International Radio. And another edition of Face to Face. My name is Chris Herzog. And that was Word of God Speak uh, by Mercy Me. You know, we were just talking about the Word of God speaking in our lives. And, you know, the Bible really gives you a a, a choice. It gives you an ultimatum, 
And it says, choose you this day who you will serve. And it also says, who do you choose to believe? Also says, who do you choose to believe? You either choose to believe the report of the world, the report of man. You either choose to believe your own report, your own ideals. You either choose to believe the enemy's lies, the enemy's report, the negative, or you choose to believe the report of the Lord. Now, of course, the things that we gather are report, our philosophies, our beliefs, our ideals are usually gathered by one of three things. It's made up by what we, what people say sociologically, what we pick up from the world and our environment and really how our environment shapes us. The other ideology or the idea is our faith and God's word and God's principles and the Holy Spirit and the things of God are what shape us, which actually is the right way. The Bible says there's a way that seems right to a man, but the end of it is death. That way is right. God says, my ways are not your ways, they're higher than your ways. And God's ways are higher than our ways. That's just the bottom line. And of course, there's the enemy's ways, the enemy's lies, constantly trying to speak into the situation, either through the lust of the eyes, the lust of the flesh, or the pride of life. But you know, we need to take that word, we need to take the word of God and stand on it. We need to stand on it. Stand on the word of God. We need to stand on the word of God. Praise God. Well, hallelujah. Let's do this. Let's go into a song real quick. Give some people time to call in or put up some prairie glass. Looks like we've got a call coming in. Hang on a second. Hey, this is uh, Prayer International Radio. You're on the air. Hey, Chris. How are you doing, man? Hey, brother. What's going on? Man, I'm doing all right. Yeah, I'm doing good. I'm uh, doing good. You? Yeah, doing well. Doing well. We're just... Uh, Doing the show this week, you know, had a pretty busy work week as well, and uh, 
you know, just business as usual around here. Uh, yeah, go ahead and share your request. You know, we've got some people in the chat room and some different people that are listening in, and uh, they'll join us in prayer, so feel free to, you know, go ahead and share your heart. I, uh, my first one is for a young lady named Cheyenne Brown, and uh, she just shared with me that she miscarried her baby, so she's pretty tore up about that. I'm not really sure about her salvation, but, you know, I was telling her that life is tough, and God is toughest. Uh, if you keep her lift her up in prayer and... Um, and um, if you can lift Lisa and myself for relationship and marriage up and, uh, in prayer as well, you know, that, uh, sure. that's keep it wrapped in his glory. All right. Nope. And you're, you're saying the first prayer request. Can you say that name one more time for everyone listening that way? I'm going to actually try to type it into our chat room. Uh, Cheyenne Brown. Okay. And, uh, all right. And we'll definitely be praying for you and Lisa for sure. Praise God. Well, let's, uh, let's lift, let's lift, uh, everybody up right now and, uh, just ask those of you that are listening, feel free to join in. We, uh, put the prayer request and we'll put, put the rest of them up here in a minute. Uh, but feel free to join in, add them to your prayer list. Of course, uh, you know, that's one thing we want to do here is just lift up our friends and family and just be a blessing, especially for those that are looking uh, for salvation, those that are looking for the Lord and looking to grow deeper in their spiritual walk. I know Brother Ron has always been a good witness to share his faith and reach out in the love of the Lord and constantly sharing and letting us know people to pray for and, and continue to lift up donations to right now. Father God, we just want to lift up Ron's, Ron's friend, Lord, Shannon Brown, right now, Lord. We just pray that you would just work in her life, Lord, that you would just bless her, Lord. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we just pray, Lord, he's not sure about the salvation situation, but we know you know their heart, Father. You know what's going on in their life. Father, we pray your kingdom come and your will be done that you would just reveal yourself in a mighty way. Now, Father, we lift up Brother Ron, Lord, and Lisa, Lord, we pray to bless their relationship. Father, we just pray, Lord God, direction in their life, Father, that you would open up their ears, open up their eyes, and lead them in the way that you are directing them. Father, we pray your assignments come forth in their lives. Father, we cancel any plans of the enemy. Father, we just pray strength over Lisa, Lord, pray that you be strengthened in her body, Lord, strengthen in her health. Father, we just pray, Lord God, for their relationship, Lord, that you would just continue to lead them by the Holy Spirit. Bless the works of their hands. Bless, Lord God, their careers. Lord, bless their ministry. And Father, we just pray, Lord, we just thank you for Brother Ron, Lord, always being a witness, always being an encouragement. We just ask, Lord God, that you touch him. Lord, we pray blessings over him, Lord God. We pray blessings for his family. Lord, over his children right now, Father. And Lord, even while he's, Lord, in town, Father, we just pray, Lord God, bless, Lord God, every step that he makes. Bless everything that he touches with. 
bless every word that he speaks. So right now, Lord, we just pray your blessing, Lord, over those listening, that maybe they've got a relationship that they're praying about, or maybe they've got a loved one they're they're praying or believing for their salvation. Lord, we just join, Ron and I just join with them, Father. We pray, Lord God, that you would just bless every person listening that's believing for someone's salvation, believing for their family, believing for your will to be done in their lives. We just thank you, Father. We know that you're pouring out your spirit. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Well, Don, you want to share your heart for a minute? Anything you want to share? That's okay. I just thought I'd ask because sometimes you, I know you, the Lord puts a good word in your mouth many times, and you, I know you've always been an encouragement to me, and I'm glad we can be an encouragement back to you as well. Well, listen, uh, we'll keep you in prayer. We're gonna, we're gonna put the rest of, we're gonna put you at least in the, uh, you know, put you up on our prayer list in the chat room too, and people continue to pray for you guys, and you know you can always call us. I'll, I'll stay in touch with you this week, and. Uh, you guys have a blessed weekend, have a blessed time, and then we'll be in touch uh, this week for sure. So, praise God. Well, listen, we're going to go into the song real quick, and then we are going to get back into things. So, praise God. This is Prayer International Radio. We just want to thank you guys for listening. Feel free if you want to call in 619-638-8458. Praise the Lord.
Alright, praise God, we're back This is Prayer International Radio And we are wrapping things up Just want to go through Psalm 91 Praise God for Brother Ron calling in earlier We just want to continue that spirit of prayer And uh, that was Take It All by Hillsong And of course, that's our heart It's for God to have it all You know, God just doesn't want a piece of us He doesn't want us to compartmentalize but he wants it all. And so he's looking for hearts. The eyes of the Lord are running to and fro throughout the earth, looking for hearts that are fully his. Psalm 91 says, He who dwells in the shelter of the secret place of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. Are you abiding? Are you dwelling? Where is your dwelling place? Where are you abiding? Where are you living? Are you in the shelter of the Most High? Are you under the, the care of the Most High? Are you in the shadow? Are you abiding in the secret place? Are you abiding in the shadow of the Lord? It continues, says, I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God and in my trust. For it is he who delivers you from the snare of the fowler, from the deadly pestilence, and covers you with his pinions. Under his wings you may seek refuge in his faithfulness as a shield and a bulwark, shield and a buckler, the version says. Is God your refuge? Can you say, you are my refuge, you are my fortress? Can you say, Father, in you I trust? It is he who delivers you for the snare of the fowler, for the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his feathers or with his wings. Under his wings you shall seek refuge. Jesus said, the Lord will cover you like a hen gathers his chicks, so the Lord gathers his people under his wings, by his side. His faithfulness is a shield. You will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor the arrow that flies by day, or the pestilence that stops the darkness, or the destruction. You don't have to fear terror. You don't have to worry about the people coming against you, the weapon pointed to fashion against you. The pestilence will not come at you, no disease. No destruction will lay waste. A thousand will fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not approach you. You will only look on it with your eyes. So you only see destruction. But it won't come near you. Why? That's a promise. If you're walking in the things of God, walking in the Spirit of God, you'll see the recompense of the wicked. For you have made the Lord your refuge, and even though it's how you're dwelling place, and that's it. If you're dwelling and abiding in God, if you're dwelling and abiding in the place of God, He will be a refuge. No evil, the Bible says in Psalm 91, no evil will befall you, nor any plague come near your tent, or any disease come near your dwelling. He will give his angels charge over you. See, you have angels around you concerning you in all your ways. They will bear you up in their hands unless you strike your foot against the stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent. You will trample down. Jesus said he's giving you power over all the powers of the enemy. Because he has loved me, therefore I will deliver him, says the Lord. I will set him securely. God says he will deliver you. He will set you on high. Because you know his name, when you call upon him, he will answer you and be with you in trouble. He will rescue you and honor you with long life. He will satisfy you and show you his salvation. In Jesus' name. Well, that is the word of the Lord. Psalm 91, let me just pray that over you. In Jesus' name, that he would be your refuge. He would show you his salvation. 
that you would dwell in the secret place and he would deliver you in Jesus' name. Be blessed. Be healed tonight. We just bless you in the word of the Lord. Bless you in the name of the Lord. This is Prayer International Radio. My name is Chris Herzog. Again, you can call in 619-638-8458 or check us out on the website, www.prayerinternational.org. Join us today during the Jeep Celebration event. Right now, get 20% below MSRP for an average of 15178 under MSRP on the purchase of a 2023 Jeep Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe or Summit 4xe. Not compatible with lease offers or with any other consumer incentive offers. 15178 average based on 20% below average MSRP from all 2023 Grand Cherokee Overland 4xe and Summit 4xe models and dealer stock. Residency restrictions apply. Take retail delivery from dealer stock by 4-1. Jeep is a registered trademark. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.